What's up, Painless Flipping Podcast listeners? Before we dive into today's episode, I've got something special for you. Recently, I had the pleasure of joining an amazing podcast, and I wanted to share that conversation with you all. It's a fantastic discussion you won't want to miss. So without further ado, let's jump into that crossover episode and hear what we had to say. Enjoy. Hey guys, hope you're doing good. So I would love to invite you on the very first episode of The Reva Show, where I'll be personally interviewing real estate investors and wholesalers for expert into this field and we'll talk more about their systems, their strategies and all of that stuff which you can learn from them and use it on your own. Okay, so let's start this. And uh, yeah, we have on the very first episode, we have Nathan with us. He's a very well-known personality in the real estate space and he ha- also has a community of 3,000 uh, real estate investors which is a huge thing. And he also he has a program where he teach other investors uh, how to close deals with less leads. So that's his dialogue. And yeah, let's welcome him. Yep. Welcome Nathan to this show. And thanks for thank being you, here, brother. Thank you. I appreciate it. Hey, thanks for inviting me, man. I When you reached out to me, I was like, let's do it. I'll, yeah. Let's talk. Yeah, I was pretty skeptical of, of asking you to join this show. And yeah, thanks for being, being here, man. Thanks Never be skeptical, man. I mean, one thing you got to do is always take your shot. Always go for it. If you want something in this life, you just got to go for it. So if you ever feel like that, do it anyway. Go, awesome. go for awesome. it. Uh, yeah. So let's just start and tell us more about your previous uh, history and your entrepreneurial and REI journey and yes, your study, your previous ventures and how do you come up with this real estate? Yeah, man, that's a really good question. So um, I have always been kind of like an entrepreneurial kind of guy. Like I've always wanted to do like sell random trinkets and stuff when I was a kid. Like, um, I don't know how old you are. This is the first time we met. How old are you? <laughs> Just curious. I'm 23. 23? Yeah, there you go. So yeah. I, so I, um, you know, when I was your age, like I was doing, uh, I'm 31 right now. So okay. when I was your age, I was doing door to door sales. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I, yeah. So I would know, I would go knock on someone's door that I never met and I'd say, Hey, how you doing? And I would try and sell them a product. Right. And what I was selling at the time was uh cable, like TV, like for, for channels okay. and stuff like that. And, uh, so you know, just throughout my life, I've liked talking to people. I went on a mission for my church. Um, when I was 19 for two years, we didn't, you know, listen to music. We didn't date girls. All we did was just, you know, talk to people, uh, about spiritual things. And, uh, you know, that, that was fun for me to learn how to, you know, get to know people. And, um, I really enjoyed that. So, So the entrepreneurial thing to answer your question is just, I feel like it's something ingrained in me that I've always wanted to, uh, just go out, have conversations build something of my own it's just something i've always liked okay uh that's great man uh would would you mind uh, telling more about your previous venture like i was just scrolling through your profile and i thought about this crazy thing and uh, that's pretty crazy yeah. for me like yeah from shifting from this business to in the yeah. real street that's a pretty different businesses right tell us more about completely that completely different yeah, it's completely different. So for people that don't know that will watch this, I opened up a business my last year of college. I was a senior and I had been doing door to door for a couple of years. So I door to door makes good money. I don't know if you know that exactly. uh, in the States, where exactly. shoot, but it makes pretty good money. So I had made some good money and I had said, you know, I've always wanted one of my goals in my life was to create a, uh, a, a, a place where I could, um, you know, have people come and hang out. 
Ray, Ray Wanchu, your camera went out. I don't know if you're still there, but uh, hope you're oh. still there, brother. Oh, 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 oh. Maybe your, your lights went out. Who knows? But um, anyway, so I just wanted to create a place where I could uh, go and um, people could hang out. So that's what Skizzies was. It was it was going to be called the Chill Zone, but I called it Skizzies instead uh, because when I was you know growing up, I had uh, something called the Skizzy. It was just the OK sign, and I we called the Skizzy. So I just called it Skizzies, and uh, it was just a place where people could go and hang out. And um, then I always liked cereal, so I was like, hey, why don't I sell cereal at Skizzies, the Chill Zone? And uh, so we'd sell cereal bowls. We had a bunch of cereal, and there uh, there were bands that would come and play on the weekend so we'd have um bands come so it was just a crazy business like it, it was it was it very <laughs> looking at what i know now like it wasn't very niche it wasn't very like specific on what we did so people were probably like what is going on over there Skizzies? <laughs> but it was cereal you hang out you chill with friends you listen to music live there's events so if i had to go back and do it again, I probably would have been a little bit better maybe with the title of the the place and been a little bit more specific with what we do. But, you know, it was my first business I started. So I was just trying to have fun. Yeah. It was, when I was watching your intro video, it was like, uh, it was giving me a Central Park vibe, like the friends, you know, the Central Park yeah. vibe where you just hang out and have some coffees and stuff. That that's was it and i just wanted to create i just wanted to create a place where people could go and hang out because my college town there wasn't it was in rexburg idaho so the population wasn't very big there's not that much to do um that at the time that i thought so i wanted to create a place where everyone could go hang out i don't care if you were you know nerd if you're rich if you're poor it didn't matter i wanted everyone to go to a place and, and feel welcome so i created that place and there were people yeah the people felt welcome there you know people to be honest people that maybe didn't have <laughs> maybe feel welcome other places they did come to skizzy so it ended up me welcoming everyone some some people just didn't want to come there because they were like you know <laughs> i'm not saying anything bad about the people that came but because i love everybody but i think it, some people that are maybe aren't as inclusive and treat everyone right maybe they're like i'm not going there that that's kind of what happened but i had a great time okay okay so let's talk about the real estate which is our main focus in call, right so yeah yeah uh, of course I was just watching your stories and posts. You just had, you just closed a, closed a 18K day on the JV, right? That's yep. correct, brother. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us more about what are the exit strategies you're using? Like the, what's your disposition strategies? You use flip and flips, uh, oh, sorry, fix and flip, burr or something like that, or wholesale just tell us more about that. You got it. Yeah, man. So this is, this is the thing with, Leads coming into your business, you need to be able to maximize and squeeze everything out of every lead because every lead is expensive, exactly. right? Or it's exactly. time consuming. So if you if you don't know how to use all the extra strategies at your arsenal or what they call deal engineering, if you don't know how to structure deals, you're gonna you're gonna spend a lot more money. You're gonna leave a lot of money on the table, and that's what I we do in Investor Drive and what I teach people is. Are you the best on the phone? Are you the best in person? Do you present yourself the right way? Do you have the right mindset? Can you close and maximize your deals? So that's kind of what I teach people. And what do I do? What do we do in our business? We do everything, whatever makes sense. So somebody the other day said, what do you do for work? Okay. When I first started, I used to say, I'm a wholesaler. That's all I would say. I'm, I just wholesale. Okay. okay. And that's, that's not what anyone should ever say they do. They should say, yeah. I'm a real estate investor. I fix and flip. 
I wholesale, I wholesale, I do creative financing, I do novations, I do, uh, you know, I, I, I partner on listings, I do everything. So that's what the extra strategies we use. And what I teach people is say, like, look, you need to be able to identify a motivated seller and provide them the best option to help them succeed. So that's what we yeah. do. That, uh, I have heard a dialogue, which is called the pick up the best and wholesale the rest, where you just pick up the best deal for yourself. You can do fix and flip or something like that and just wholesale the rest. That's what I like uh, that. usually I just, uh, when I talk to investors on our program, we also help them on the acquisition side, right? So when I hop on those calls and they ask like, yeah, should I do, go for the uh, wholesaling this property or just uh, investing or just buy and hold or something like that? I was like, dude, you should invest on your acquisition where you just pick up the best and wholesale the rest. Don't think about like, go. I should, I should just leave this, uh, leave this opportunity of making money. You know, dude, you should go for it. So, yeah. Man, that was just, you said it better. Than, you said it better than I could said it. That's exactly right. <laughs> no, man. and yeah, uh, you told us about your disposition and exit strategies. Tell, tell us more about your acquisition and disposition strategies. Like what you use to acquire deals and what methods are you using? How do you, manage your deals and all those other stuff. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, um, I'll let you know that right now, because the market has shifted a little bit, we've gone from having a bigger team to a smaller team. Okay. okay. Just because, because when you're spending a lot of money and sellers right now, we're in a part of the market right now where it's, people are just kind of sitting tight, not, not saying that you can't do deals, there's deals, but it's just more people are just kind of waiting. Right. Exactly. So instead of just crush spending, 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 and, and, and being in this position where we're in right now, we're more like preparing, right. For the downturn. And, uh, you know, so our acquisitions team is pretty small. Now we have a leads manager. I close deals. My business partner, uh, closes deals. And, um, right now, you know, we've spent so much money off of getting leads from cold calling, texting, pay-per-click. So we have so many leads that we're going through right now that we're, we don't really need to spend the money and we get a lot of JV deals that come in. So that's kind of what we do for our marketing. And, you know, we're hitting up for sale by owners and uh, agents, you know, we're making offers to MLS offers uh, because properties are staying a little bit longer. So they might be more interested in taking a cash offer now. So that's yeah. what, the acquisition side of the business looks like and the disposition um, it's just, you know, dispositions manager, nothing crazy. And, you know, we sell our deals um, and yeah. we have someone specifically designated to work with JV, JV deals okay. too. So if anyone submits, so yeah, the 18 K. Yeah. So if anyone ever submits a deal to sell your deal.io is where we G JV deal with you, it goes to Rachel who specifically looks at the deals, you know, calls you, helps you dispo the property and we pay her too. So um, that's kind of what our business looks like. We have the leads that come in, we call, we get them under contract, we dispo them or the JV deals. So that's kind of like where we're making money right now. And then we obviously have the coaching business too. Yeah. Okay. So tell us more about like, uh, how do you think like this lead is a qualified lead? What's your qualification process? Like how many checkpoints do you use and stuff like that? Yeah. So if I have a leads manager that qualifies as a lead for me, I really just want to know if someone wants to sell. And if it's in okay. a good area, like if it's an area we can do in a deal in and there's motivation, right? There's the four, the three or four pillars, whatever they say, like, you know, timeline, uh, condition, um, pr they say price is sometimes a motivating factor. And then, um, 
I think motivation is one of them. So I, I want to know those things, right? But the thing is with the leads manager, sometimes they're not able to dive in as deep as I can exactly. into a problem. So I just have them push someone to me that's a breathing, living person that is real. And I like to talk to them. <laughs> that's kind of the qualification for me. Now, if I talk to him, I don't use my leads manager because I'm just talking to people directly and I, I he didn't need to send me anybody. But my qualification is those things. Timeline, you know, what? how fast do you get it done? Is there motivation? What's the condition of the house? And, um, you know, why are you selling, right? Okay. I, I might have motivation twice, but- Anyway, uh, that's that's pretty much it. Like, in I can usually identify if there's something I can help them with in the first five minutes of a phone call, maybe even two minutes. If they call me and they're like, "Look, I don't really need to sell. I'm not motivated. I just want to see what the most I can get." That's not someone I can really help because even if I could sell their house for them or buy it, they don't really want to sell. So that's kind of just wasting my time, right? That's what heavy investor should do. Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Say, say that again. What did you say? I, it just. Every investor thing like, yeah, he's just wasting my time. He's not uh, motivated mm -hmm. to sell his house and he has a long time on the timeline period and all those things. Yeah, that's another yeah, thing. Yeah, you, that's you, the market is like exactly. shifting on the gotta, buyer side, right? The 2022 you're right, and 2021. That's, that's what's happening. Yeah, that was a huge seller's market where you have to fight for getting the sellers on the call. But at this moment, it's shifting to the buyer's market. Uh, buyers are pretty skeptical like yeah, I should go for this deal or this deal and yeah I know that uh, that's it will exactly. be a pretty crazy amount of pre-foreclosure leads uh, but yeah so, exactly. and yeah and tell us more about uh, it's just pretty your type of question like tell us why are you doing this the why behind this all all of this real estate business and stuff what's your why so Originally, why I got into real estate was because I wanted to, to be honest, I wanted to make money. I just, I <laughs> thought it was a good way. I thought it was a good way to use my sales skills to get in and make some money. Why I started Investor Thrive is because I know there, I know there was a problem that I faced when I first got into wholesaling. I didn't know the sales process and I was kind of, um, uh, I, I paid for a lot of sales training in the beginning because I thought, I wasn't good enough at, you know, articulating or getting a deal or, or negotiating. So my problem was I just didn't, um, you know, I, I was worried that maybe I wasn't making the right offer. So I, I had that problem. Okay. So I did investor type because I'm like, you know, I feel like this is a problem I've had. And I feel like people have it, like even people that train have acquisitions managers in their company. Like they feel, and I felt this too, as I've had acquisition managers, like maybe I can train them better. Maybe they could be better. And I just had so many things going on with my business that I haven't really poured in to help the, them succeed like I should. So I said, I'm going to create Investor Thrive that's going to be dedicated for me to not only train acquisitions managers, but also train other people's employees and help them master acquisitions so they can you know, maximize their conversions, get more, close more deals with less leads. That's, that's why I did it because I know there's a problem that I faced yep. when I first started and I still face it because as you hire, you got to train new people. Yep, exactly. so that's, why, uh, that's why I did it. Okay, so tell us, like, uh, how do you, you just pay them more or do you incentivize your employees as well? Like so we pay our employees off of, uh, mainly most of them are commission, um, okay. but the VAs, we pay them hourly. So then to incentivize them, uh, it's really like they got they got to kill to eat, right? And that's enough incentive yeah, most exactly. of the time. Like, you're right. And, um, you know, we've done some things like, you know, we've done like like Christmas parties or 
you know, events or activities, but, um, that's something I could improve on in my own business, like giving more of an incentive. I've just always been really incentivized to work hard. So it's hard for me to incentivize people when I feel like they don't need incentives. Right. Like that's, but that's, <laughs> that's not the best way. I'll be real. Yep, like exactly. I, I probably could do, better. I could do better at incentivizing people. See, I was just watching this uh, Gary V, right? And he said that it's your business, not them there, okay? You have to uh, pay them as a part or behave with them as a part of their business. That they should be getting a, at least a piece of cake with, with this. So yeah, that's the thing. And on my recommendation right. is like your closer, your end strategy or your closer should be always on the commission base. That's where the most of your deeds will be coming on so yeah yeah that's exactly. that's good and yeah i just watched your story and you said that uh you you'll be doing a sales challenge right uh would you like to tell us more about your sales challenge and what the students will be learning from them from here yeah so the sales challenge is basically to dive deep into the sales process on you know how to talk to sellers how to present offers to them how to practice maybe even how to structure your sales team, your organization. So it's going to be kind of like a, a, a overview of what I teach. And, you know, I think it'll help people feel more confident when they make offers. Okay. Okay. And what's, uh, tell us more, like if someone is starting right now on the wholesaling and real estate journey, what the things you should be, you should think like this, uh, this thing uh, should, he should learn this thing and he should be good at this. What are the three or four things? What are the couple things that someone should be good at if they're new at whole, yeah. getting getting into wholesaling? I think they need to be good at taking, I know this is dumb, but uh, taking action. I mean, I think a lot exactly, of people exactly. think they can get into wholesaling. I, I think they can get into wholesaling and just like, it's a passive business. It's not passive. May, passive income will come from getting real estate, right? And, and buying stuff, put in the world, it's not man. passive. You have to take action every day. You got to put in the work. So it, that's my recommendation. Make sure you put in the work. Do not just sit back and try to educate yourself all before you take action. Do yeah. them at the same time. Take action and learn. And uh, I would say that's like my two things. Like you learn as you go, continue to educate yourself, master, um, you know, master the skill that will help you get more deals, but take action. So that's what I got. Yeah, that's good. And yeah, tell us more about your coaching program. And yeah, just about your coaching program. Yeah. What are the main pillars you're focusing on and stuff? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so in the coaching program, there's kind of a difference, right? There's the mentorship where like you you get mentored by me and you can ask me as many questions about pretty much anything, you know, doesn't yeah. have to be just about sales. And there's the sales, the sales training and the, you know, it's called the ultimate, it's called the ultimate acquisitions, uh, manager training. And that's like specifically mm -hmm. where we, we train you and help you out with that. So the, in, in the mentorship, you know, we meet every week, we talk about specific things, um, you know, that the people have questions for, they go through, they have a portal, they have, uh, complete access to me and my team that they can reach out and ask questions. So the mentorship is like getting mentored, right? Like you, a mentor, you would call, you'd ask questions, you'd, you'd, you want their help. Now, a lot of other mentorships, right? You just yeah. have education or a video and you don't get to talk to really anybody. That's not mine. Now, if you, the training, the, the sales training, that's what it is. It's, we're going to help you specifically master uh, getting more deals. So that's kind of awesome, what, we, what we do. 
okay that's good and tell us like one thing which you did in your real estate business which helped you to scale this far like the only one thing the one thing that i've done to scale my real estate business is far i would say networking like the exactly. reason why i've gotten up where i'm at is uh because i've networked with higher end people and learned how to get there so networking yeah your network is your wealth yep and yeah i was do you have a recent episodes of some some training with jerry norton right he's a pretty beast in the real estate investing with i i used to actually i was just watching his episodes or uh, your his youtube video recently yeah mm-hmm. his tweet yeah yeah he's awesome yeah uh, if someone wants to con- connect with you and uh, join your program follow the uh a platform which which he should be using to reach out to you that is more you know i got a couple platforms i got the youtube channel that you've seen nathan payne yep. uh just type it in it's nathan payne's investor thrive tv we have the investor thrive website if you go there investorthrive.com you can click it set up a time with me or my team we'll chat with you about the mentorship or there's a bunch of free resources if you go to the facebook group wholesaling uh real estate mastermind you can go in there you can hit me up on facebook a lot of ways i mean there's it, it, you're going to be able to get a hold of me if you you try it. i mean you did it you know yeah. how it is you know. i just texted you <laughs> okay that's it i just brother. put it's easy. i just put all of the links of your youtube uh, youtube channel group and your personal profile as well so that people can reach yes, out yes i please i'd appreciate that that would be awesome okay okay so that's all i have to ask you okay and thanks for being here nathan i really appreciate that right. and yeah that, uh, Ray Wan Chu, you did great, man. You crushed it on this interview. It's just my, you did great. It, it's just my first. Yeah, I'm pretty nervous. I can't, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. it's your first one. It seems <laughs> like you've been doing this for for a long time. I, I I don't talk on the live or something recorded. Like I used to just talk on the sales call, and my yeah. team. Like uh, I also have a program where yeah, I told you about that, right? Yeah. So, yeah. uh doing great send this call and thanks for being on the show bro really appreciate that and if you are watching this on the youtube hit that like uh, subscribe button and hit a like okay and if you are watching in this on the comment or sorry on the facebook uh, just drop a comment about your questions you have and i will try my best to answer this and nathan as well so yeah thank you for your you time thanks see you guys